0: Welcome to Pick Up and Deliver, the podcast where I pick up my audio recorder when I head out for a walk and deliver an episode to you while I stroll around. I'm Brendan Riley. Well, good morning, listeners. It is a lovely August day here in suburban Chicago. I can't believe it's August already. Wowza. I am out for a stroll, and because it's August 2nd, that means it's time to talk to you about what I've been playing. That's right, it's Top of the Stack. For those of you new to the podcast, Top of the Stack is a monthly uh, review episode in which I talk about the games I played in the last month, sort of hitting some highlights, and read you a lot of stats. I listened, to the, I listened back to the July episode, and I realized it's getting very statty and full of stats and not much conversation, so I'm going to try to be a little more conversational about it. but. Um, I still like sharing the stats as well. So if if you have feelings about the Top of the stab e- Stack episode and would like to suggest changes to make it more fun to listen to, I'd be happy to hear those. You can reach out to me, brendan at rattleboxgames.com is an email address I check. Or uh, send me a message on BoardGameGeek, wombat929 is my username. Or you could head over to our guild, number 3269, over on BoardGameGeek, and you can start a thread in the forum to talk about it. Alright, so, top of the stack. So Let's start with some monthly play stats. My monthly plays, I had 66 plays of 52 different games, which is a healthy amount. Um, it's a little bit less than I sometimes have, but um, well within, I think, a reasonable play amount, especially for summer. Uh, overall, I've got 472, 472 plays this year of 172 different games, so averaging three plays per game, that's interesting. I think those numbers are heavily bolstered by online play. My shelf of opportunity is down one game. I have played several new games off my shelf, but uh, as always, I have acquired some new games as well. My collection size, my goal of reducing my collection size, uh, has uh, also not gone well. I did sell 10 games this month, but 5 of them I had already removed from my collection because they'd been on my sale pile for a while and um, I had removed them before I actually sold them, and then five more of them I did sell and remove, but then I guess I acquired six games this month, so yikes! Uh, my most played game this month was Ink and Gold. I, um, my top of the stack I did not, I did not do well, and I'm really disappointed because I, going into the month I was very confident I would be able to, and I had several opportunities. So uh, my four games on the top of the sta- stack this month, remember my goal is to play three of these four whatever I put on the top of the stack, I had Twilight Imperium, Whistle Stop, Nanga Parbat, and Sidereal Confluence. Now, Nanga Parbat, I was able to get played. In fact, I played it a couple times. It's great. I'm glad to have it in my collection. I talked about it already on a shooting from the hip episode. Whistle Stop, I tried several times to get this played. Nobody wants to play it. It's very annoying. Uh, It may end up going on the sale pile just for the fact that even when I'm actively trying to get it played, I can't get anyone to try it with me. Sidereal Confluence. I don't know why I left this on there. I don't know how I thought I would have time to play it, but uh, I did leave it on there, and uh, that's gonna haunt me, because I did not get time to play it. And then finally, Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. I did have a day set up. I was going to play, but then I only had, of the people I invited, only two people were able to attend, and with that small a number, I didn't want my first play of Twilight Imperium 4th Edition to be such a small group, because I've heard, you know, it's supposed to be really great at larger player numbers so we did not end up playing that so only one out of four which is kind of the the running total this month maybe i should just assume that i'm always just going to get one out of four and uh, work from there but uh yeah so so far i've done eight of my 24 or eight of my 21 possible or seven of my not not i did not do great this month uh we'll talk at the end of the episode about what next month will hold but this month it's august In terms of new plays though, I certainly made progress and uh, did great. There were, uh, I had tried 51 new games this year at the beginning of the month, and by the end of the month I tried 61 new games. 10 new games in a month is an excellent amount, and I'm always happy to have that number. Here are the new games I tried. Tiny Epic Galaxies, which I have talked about, Silver and Gold, Fantastic Factories, Nanga Parbat, Snow Tails, Rivet Heads, Village Green, Vampire the Masquerade Vendetta, Mr. Cabbage Head's Garden, Godzilla Tokyo Clash, and Vindication. Those last three will be in a shooting from the Hip episode that I will release on Wednesday. So, uh, all the other ones I talked about already in previous episodes. Let's see, just looking over at those games. Uh, favorite game of the month. Hmm, Vampire the Va- Masquerade Vendetta, I think was my favorite game play. Vindica- Vindication and Fantastic Factories are both very good. Silver and Golden and Parbat are great too. I liked Tiny Epic Galaxies. There weren't any in here that were real stinkers. They're all good. They're all good. Looking forward to the next month. So I did dust off two games. Uh, Out of the Dust is a feature in the podcast where I talk about games that I haven't played for a year or more. So if I try a game, or if I play a game and I haven't played it for a long time, then I will, uh, it's called, uh, of taking it out of the dust, and the two games that I played, both on the same night, the Guillotine, Guillotine, and the Resistance. The guillotine continues to be a really fun game. It's an excellent little party game, easy to chit chat while you're playing, uh, fun to play. Yeah, the gu- Guillotine is great, and the Resistance was good, but without the without the um, extra fluff of Avalon, or without the um, the player cards, I think the game isn't just isn't quite as good as it could be. So that wasn't great. Uh, shelf of opportunity log. Uh, Like I said, I played several games and I added several games. Um, the four games that I have here that I added that I haven't mentioned much yet and I haven't tried are Mr. Cabbagehead's Garden, Athenium, the Mystic Library, Zombicide Knight of the Living Dead, and Blood of the Northmen. Looking forward to trying those in the future. So, uh, the Family 10x10 10 10 Challenge, at the beginning of July I revised the Family 10x10 10 10 Challenge to reflect the, our changed choices in which games we would play. So here are the updated games. We have Cafe Chaos with three plays, Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion with five. My son is the only one who did not alter which games he, and, he intends for us to play. Uh, my daughter wants to try the Adventure Games series, we've played that three times now, um, so we have seven to go there. And Seven Wonders is still on the list. We've only played it three times, so we've got some work to do there. Obsession, we put it, we swapped in Obsession and have played that four times this year. And Victoriana, which we've only played three times. Uh, that was always there. I left Anachrony on the list, although that seems pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? Aspirational, given that I've only played it once so far this year. And Pandemic Legacy Season Zero is at five plays. Under Falling Skies, I swapped in for Nemo's War and I've played that once so far. And Cartographers, we've played three times. Cartographers is the biggest bummer on the group here because I put Cartographers on the list because I was expecting that sometime around now we would be receiving the expansion material that uh, I helped kickstart, which I thought would sort of rejuvenate our excitement for Cartographers and uh, toss toss us back into the Cartographers groove. And unfortunately, we haven't seen that yet, so. So we're at 31% complete, and we've we're in month eight. So if we're going to complete that stuff, we really gotta really gotta jack up our performance numbers in that category. We have 69 games to play and uh, five months to do it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pushing pushing for that a little bit more here. My biggest progress, or probably the highest the highlight of the month, is the 52 game challenge. Remember, this is a list of a variety of different gaming prompts that challenge you to play games in a different way. I was a little bit more deliberate this month about playing games that fit some element of these challenge, although probably a couple of these I kind of stumbled into, Uh, as the months go on, I'm going to have to be more deliberate about specifically picking out games that, that, uh, fit the categories. Nonetheless, play a game with Easter eggs. I said, fantastic factories, which I tried this month. Fantastic factories had a whole bunch of really neat, uh, jokes in the art my favorite was the cement um there was a cement mixing plant and the drawing of the plant made it look like a kitchenaid mixer um so lots of stuff where if you're just playing for the mechanics you could easily overlook all these little eh, treats you might call them easter eggs Mm -hmm. at least i would play a game where you can destroy buildings this one was entirely accidental a friend of mine suggested we play godzilla godzilla tokyo clash i said sure then when I was reviewing the list, I was like, oh yeah, you know what we did in that game? Destroy lots of buildings. Boom, bang bang, bang boom boom. Uh, play a game in a rural setting. So Mr. Cabbagehead's garden uh, is about it. Is about someone cultivating their garden. Now I imagine this game to be to be taking place in a tiny rural British village. I guess it's possibly arguable that it that it takes place in a more suburban town or something, but all of the BBC mysteries and stuff that I see that have things like garden contests. It's always these little villages, so I'm, I'm claiming that. It occurs to me though that the way this frame, the way this is framed, play a game in a rural setting, suggests maybe what I'm supposed to do is actually go to a farm and play whatever game I want, but I think they mean play a game that has a rural setting. I guess I don't know that for sure. Anyway, I'm taking it that way. Play a door stopper. So the, the requirement for the door stopper is the game has to weigh at least three kilograms, which is like seven some pounds. And, I, you know, I've been thinking about this for a while, how to quantify that, like, which game are we talking about? And ultimately, I just decided, like, you know, next time I have to play, a, I have a game that's really heavy. That's the one I'm going to count. And uh, Arkham Horror, the card game, uh, is going to be my one there. It occurs to me, I did not check to see if I'd mark that for anyone one of the games. I'm going to call that a tentative completion, because my copy of Arkham Horror is this big, cool, old-timey leather box that my wife got me. And it's full to the brim with Arkham Horror cards, meaning it weighs... I'd say 15 pounds, maybe, or more. It's pretty heavy. So that's Arkham Horror, the card game, a doorstopper. Play a game with a time track. Just by chance, again, this is an accidental one. My uh, buddy uh, suggested that we play on Board Game Arena a little bit of patchwork, which patchwork is like one of the first games I played that had a time track. This idea that your piece moves forward based on how many little, how many time units you spend. So that worked out great. Uh, Play a game with something broken on the cover. So one of the games I played this month was Vindication, which is a, well, uh, I'll talk about it in another podcast. It's sort of an adventure, a Euroe adventure game, but one of the key elements is on the front cover. There There is this sort of ancient sculpture with these giant rings, and in the foreground, there's another of the ancient sculptures that has fallen down and cracked and broken apart. So there's a broken ring right on the front of the cover, which you know, Sounds like what they've asked for, something broken on the cover. And finally, play a game about transportation. This one might be stretching it a bit, but I would say it is a form of transportation. That's Snow Tails, the game about dog sled race. Dog sleds are a form of transportation. So there you go, a game about transportation. That's Snow Tails. So I'm up to 32 or 35 of the 52 games needed to complete this challenge, which means that I have 10, 17 more to go. That feels pretty good. Means I can do three or four a month and that will be plenty. So I'm glad to see that. By contrast, I did not make any progress on my expand your shelf log. The expand your shelf log is about keeping track of the expansions that I own and figuring out when I get to play them. Sort of like my shelf of opportunity log, but for expansions. I did acquire two expansions this month, Vault Wars Relic Roadshow, which is an alternate set of auction cards to provide a bit of variety for the Ben Harkins Auction Game Vault Wars, and then Everdell Spirecrest. Now, Spirecrest was the one Everdell expansion that's been released so far that I did not already have, and I found that they happened to have a copy at the Grand, at the at Grandmaster Games, uh, where which I stopped by in uh, sometime during the month because I happened to be in the neighborhood, and uh, they had a copy of Spirecrest there. Like I said, this is a uh, this is a game I don't have. Um, I didn't have the expansion, that expansion yet, and that's the only one I didn't have because I do have the, I do have the, um, the big box coming in sometime probably next year based on the current, uh, the current overseas situation, and that big box will come with two expansions, but it'll also hold all the other material. So, uh, but, so Spirecrest I now have as well, but I did not get to play either of those yet, so they go on to my unplayed list. Finally, a collection size update. As I said, I I already mentioned, I got... uh, I mentioned the four games I got at the end of the month. I did not mention the two I got at the beginning. Nanga Parbat I got right uh, on August 1st, or July 1st, and Goonies Never Say Die I picked up from Target during the month, and then at the end of the month I got Mr. Cabbagehead's Garden, Athenium, the Mystic Library, which, like that one, I'm really amused by because it's a game from Renegade Game Studios about collecting magical books and carefully arranging them on shelves. The thing is in 2017 they already released a game called Ex Libris which is about collecting magical books and carefully arranging them on shelves. So I'm deeply amused by the idea of having two games from the same publisher about collecting magical books and so I had to I had to get it. Also I had some Amazon points so it was uh, not spending spending straight up cash. Uh, and then um, Blood of the Norseman and Zombicide Night of the Living Dead the last two. Blood of the Norsemen was an impulse buy. Uh, I saw it was a Carl Chuddock game. The reviews are mediocre for it, so. But I'm hoping it'll be fun. I don't have very many people on a map game, and I really like Carl Chuddock's other material. Uh, his innovation, and Glory to Rome, and Matainai is one of my favorites. So I'm hoping that it will turn out that Blood of the Norseman is also great. And then Zombicide, Night of the Living Dead, is a game I've been eyeing for a while. They had a copy there, or had or have a copy at my local friendly game store, and it's $140. And I'm like, uh, I, I can't bear to spend that much money on the game, even though it looks really fun. And, um, it would suit my academic work because I teach a class about zombies and actually do use zombie board games in my class. So, you know, it would fit everything I like to do, but, um, uh, but I didn't want to pay $140 for it. And then I stopped by um, another uh, local game store where they tend to have good discounts on games, and they had it for seventy-one dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, bought it. Uh, yeah, so that's Zombie Side and the Living Dead. Well, that brings me to the end of my Top of the Stack episode. The only thing I have left to do is talk about what games I'm playing next month. I haven't I haven't thought this through very carefully, so I might be silly here, but the uh, I definitely want to play Athenium, The Mystic Library. So that one's going on the list for sure. Uh, I usually have one retry. You know, I still want to try it. I'm going to put it on there again. I, you know, I'm Sisyphus pushing this boulder up a hill, but Whistle Stop is going on my list for the revisit. Uh, I do have a category for audience choice, but I haven't asked people to do that. Maybe I'll I'll return the audience choice category next month. So if you have a game you'd like me to play, head over to my profile on Board game Geek, you can look up user Wombat 929, and I have a geek list called My Shelf of Opportunity. Each game has a certain number of thumbs, and from there you can vote by adding thumbs to the games you think I should try. And I'll try one of them. Uh, but for this month, I think I'm going to put the Goonies game on here. Uh, it's the end of the summer. I think it would be a fun one to play with my family. so I'm going to put Goonies, Never Say Die" on there as my audience choice. For the reattempt, a game that I have tried to get played off my shelf and have failed to do, and so I'm trying again. So for my revisit, I'm going to take a stab at Argent the Consortium, which is a game about uh, working at a magical wizard school and trying to become the new regent for the school. It's a game I've wanted to play for a while, but just takes a bit of effort to get played, so I haven't made the effort. But this month, I will. Thanks for joining me in my walk today. I hope that... I'd hope to hear from uh, what games you've been playing. You can head over to BoardGameGeek Guild 3269 and uh, share your experiences there. Uh, Let me know what you've been playing. Let me know what you're planning to play next month. How are you doing on your monthly goal? Thanks for joining me today. I hope that your next walk is as pleasant as mine was. Bye-bye. to you by Rattlebox Games.